0: And time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, and it comes from legislator-elect Junius Ho. The following program is a personal view program. My dear Christopher, thank you for your congratulations. You asked your father how he feels now that he has been elected to the Legislative Council of Hong Kong. I'll tell you, son, I have a very mixed feeling. I feel proud, and yet at the same time I feel humble. I also feel an immense sense of vocation. I'm proud of the electoral system we have in Hong Kong, where voters are free to elect whom they consider fit to have a seat in this law-making body. And I'm proud that there are so many who consider me fitting. What makes me feel humble is the realisation that however hard and well one may work, it is one's fellow citizens who have the democratic power to put him or her in the August chamber. They voted for me because they believed in me and they trusted me to honour my promise to serve them and in the best interest of the community. And so from now on, I have a strong vocation, a clear mission, a task to perform, and a promise to fulfil. To borrow from Charles Dickens, this is the best of times and this is the worst of times. It is the age of wisdom and it is the age of foolishness. I, to some people, Hong Kong is now in the winter of despair, but I shall do my best to see that it is going to be the spring of hope. I was trained as a lawyer and have been practicing as a lawyer for years serving the public and in the interests of justice. The obvious issue for me to focus on is naturally the maintenance of law and order. The rule of law is a core value we must continue to uphold. In ensuring that the people of Hong Kong will have the full protection under the law, I would want to deter the abuse of our legal system and that of the existing legal aid regime. I shall examine with a critical and analytical mind all the proposed legislations that come my way in my new capacity as a legislator. I am confident of performing this task and I am prepared to share my knowledge and experience with my fellow members. As I have promised in my election platform, my unwavering aim is to assist the government to improve the quality of people's livelihood. I shall seek a feasible cooperation formula in promoting Hong Kong in the Pearl River Delta with a view to securing more job opportunities, making more room for business developments for the young and the middle class. Eco-friendly industries and high-quality farming should also receive positive attention from the government. I treasure the democratic system we now enjoy and will give it full support. Of course, we shall endeavour to improve it. However, our energy should not be squandered on shouting political slogans and squatting the public highways and byways. The building of a better Hong Kong is through sheer hard work and effective communication with those in government and also people from all walks of life. This brings me to the stark political reality, and that is I cannot work like the lone ranger inside the legislative chambers. I need to create a good working relationship with other legislative council members. This calls for openness, impartiality, and also patience. Above all, it requires negotiation skills. I will work with people with like minds to find simple and direct solutions to seemingly complex problems. Together, we work positively to expedite the legislative work we have to do and discourage the too frequent and unnecessary resorts to filibuster within the Legislative Council. As I survey the social landscape, I can hear many people grumbling and wondering what the future holds for Hong Kong. Some are planning immigration, and a vocal minority is calling for independence from China. Where do I stand? You know, our ancestors settled here generations ago when it was part of China during the Qing dynasty. More than a century of colonial rule had passed away and the British Empire has shrunk beyond recognition. This land and its people are now back in the hold of our motherland. 5,000 years have gone, but the glory of China does not fade away like other ancient civilizations. I've been told by my father and that he and forefathers has stayed loyal in the hearts to China, regardless of who was heading its government. I espouse the family tradition, and this land is our home, which we share with 7 million people, and that the thought of leaving Hong Kong never crosses my mind. And we are not passing through. Our roots are here. I have openly opposed and will continue to oppose the so-called independence movement. You will soon be seeing me to swear an oath to uphold the Basic Law as part of my induction to the Legislative Council. The very first article of the Basic Law states that Hong Kong's special administrative region is an inalienable part of the People's Republic of China. The Basic Law, which is generally regarded as the mini-constitution of Hong Kong, makes it clear that the legislature of Hong Kong's special administrative region cannot enact any law that shall contravene the Basic Law." Anyone who swears allegiance to the basic law while harboring an intent to later advocate for the independence of Hong Kong commits a perjury. Do you still remember when you were a young kid? Together we sang the Chinese song The Descendants of the Dragon. And the lyrics? We have black eyes, black hair, yellow skin and are forever the descendants of the dragon. You're studying overseas but don't ever forget your Chinese roots. In the days to come, you may see me labeled as a pro-China by some of the media. If that happens, my dear Christopher, I shall wear that label with a sense of honor. If I don't support China, which country should I be supporting? Of course, my immediate duty is to serve the people of Hong Kong, but I can't see any real conflict. I firmly believe that whatever works best for Hong Kong, within the framework of the basic law, must be good for China as a whole, and will have China's support. When you return to Hong Kong after your studies, you will find that Hong Kong needs you as much as you need Hong Kong. Should it ever occur to you to question what Hong Kong or China can do for you, be sure to ask first yourself what you can do for China and Hong Kong. So many young people nowadays feel that they are entitled to rights without corresponding duties and responsibilities but well, I know you are not one of them. With all the love and good wishes, a father can be your dead.